Family from the Heart, podcast episode number 167. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. And welcome back to another episode of Family from the Heart. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. We're here each and every week to give you a behind-the-scenes look of what's going on in the lives of the Ravenscraft family. The craziest people on earth who would happen to try to pull off what we're doing here each and every week with the GSPN.TV community and uh, all the content we produce. And I can't get my mic stand exactly the way that I want it. And uh, I'll just live with it right there. How's that sound? Okay. That works. Hello, Stephanie. Hey. So we have now come back for a second week in a row. We we are slowly moving back towards a routine. And uh, I don't know if I am. But yeah. Well, I mean, I saw that you did some laundry this week. You're slowly you, moving back it's, in. It's washed. <laughs> <laughs> it's in baskets, but that's okay. I'm working on it. I, I was. I, I had clean underwear when I got out of the shower this morning. It was awesome. That's right. It's, it's all good. You sound. You make that sound as if. You haven't. No, I mean, they, I was, it was dan- no, the thing is, is that I had clean underwear all you week long. look for them. Although there was one week where I wore the one pair that fall down all the time. Um, well, that's that just because you didn't look hard enough. For no, that, it, was the, it was the last pair that was available. And then the next morning there was a whole load of clean stuff. So, oh, so okay. I, 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 I make Sunday. it. Sunday. Exactly. So, yeah. Anyway, it's, all, it's right. all good. All right. So you, you don't you feel. You do know that like you're 38 years old and if you needed clean underwear, you the machine would work for you. <laughs> would I, it? Pro- I promise. Yeah. It, it's multi-user friendly. You think so? Yes. <laughs> so you can, it's, it's, got it's multiple, not one of those like fancy mul- things that only responds to my touch. Wow. See, I did not know that it had yeah. multi-user capabil- capabilities. It does. Huh. That's interesting. You like that? I, I do like that. <laughs> anyway, folks, we have a lot of wonderful things in our show notes prepared ahead of time for you. Not to mention the fact that, that, well, actually, I will mention the fact that we have uh, pl- quite a bit of audio feedback, which I'm very which excited about. Which is so about. cool. It is very it cool is. because to be honest with you, you know, we love your feedback and hadn't been getting, uh, you know, as much. And usually right. one or one or two a week would come in, but uh, usually uh, there had been so much more in the past. And so we would love to encourage you if you uh, love hearing other people's voice, know that folks would love to hear yours at 859-795-4067. Again, that's 859-795-4067. This week we do have four messages and I'm Super delighted. Super delighted. I had such a hard time waking up this morning. Why is that? And I'm sitting here thinking, I'm still having a hard time waking up this morning. It's 2.30 <laughs> in the 2:30 afternoon. It's 2.30 in the afternoon. Um, I don't know. I'm just really tired. I woke up before my alarm went off. And honestly, I thought that it didn't, like that I missed it. Like it didn't go off. Um, And I look and it was like 15 minutes before it was set to go off. I got up at 7.15. Mm-hmm. And and I came out and I sat in the chair in the living room and I fell back to sleep. And then you came out shortly before eight o'clock and your gym shoes were squeaking. So Cliff has very squeaky gym shoes. I do have. I've, I got no. squeakers. They're not sneakers. They're <laughs> squeakers. Exactly. And um, which is annoying because they weren't cheap. No. <laughs> but they're cheaply made. Yeah. Anyway, so um, so you come out and your shoes were squeaking. So I'm like, well, okay, I'll go, um, 
you know, he's done, he's done. He's brushed his teeth, all that. I'll go, I'll go get ready now. But you know what I did? What'd you do? I went back to bed. Did you really? <laughs> For like an hour. Yes. Stephanie. I was exhausted today and I'm still exhausted today. Anyway, I just had to get that out there in case I'm like yawning constantly on the little video stream. Uh, you'll wake up. I, I know this about you. You know this about me? I do. All right. Well, anyway, we do have lots of things prepared. So let's go ahead and start jumping right into one of the things. What? <laughs> Nothing. What are you laughing at? You so love it when I deviate. From I'm fine <laughs> with you deviating. That's great. No, you're not. You're like, okay, so let's get back to all the things we have to talk about. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. That's okay. But the first thing that I have... <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. I'm doing this anyway. We're going to talk about Harry Potter, by golly. Right now? Yes. Oh, okay. Are we not supposed to? No, we can. Okay. We're not going to give any spoilers or anything like that. But I imagine we'll record something later, like for on the screen, maybe? Uh, you or know, are we going to do that or not? I think we're going to just give our overall reactions right okay. here and potentially down the road if there happens to be a Harry Potter podcast that eventually launches from our network, I'm sure they'll oh, get a lot for, about the movie you, in yeah? detail down right. the road. All right. Yeah. Nice. So, I'm not, I, by the way, that's not to say that there's a Harry Potter podcast coming from GSPN.TV around the corner. But I will say that if in October there happens to be a Kindle version of the Harry Potter series that's made available from the Pottermore site. Right. Then I would be interested in purchasing that, reading through them and, and podcasting as I read through. Awesome. I'm just saying that I'd be interested. You would be interested in that. Yes. And then of course we could review each of the movies and talk about how they compare to the books. And that would be what we would do. So that would be fun. Yep. It would. Did you want to pause while you grab your ring off the you floor? You think I should. <laughs> or you can just grab your ring and I'll just talk. Okay, go ahead. So Stephanie and I, I just want to let you know, we're not going to give you any kind of spoilers at all. Not uh, intentionally so, anyway. <laughs> and I don't think you'll get any unintentionally, I hope. But uh, if so, then only the folks who are listening live will be unintentionally spoiled right. and will have to edit, edit. it out And for those of you listening uh, to the podcast. But with that being said, I want to say that we went to the press screening on Tuesday night for Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2. We did. And uh, it, we did so after our family had a Harry Potter movie marathon. Which was so much fun. Which was so much fun. Every night this past week, I made sure that I did not work and instead scheduled that time to be with my family to watch Harry Potter each night. And we watched all six movies. Seven. Seven movies prior to going to see the press screening. And I want to tell you that it's the first time I literally sat down and watched these movies for the pure enjoyment of figuring out what the story is right. you know i i watched them all kind of casually we saw most of them in the movie theater and and stuff like that but i really didn't you know it, it, when we watched the you know for example when we watched the fourth one at the movies i i could just barely remember I, I, matter of fact i just hardly remember see, seeing the first three you know and, right. and never watched anything more than once it's just like one time it's like then all of a sudden it's two years later and there's another movie it's like oh okay great you know and and, and never watched it cohesively so it never followed along with the story but this time around we watched you know the first year the second year and then <laughs> it's like and then we watched them all in order and even though I've never read the books, I really was able to follow a lot 
about what's going on because it was so coherent from episode to episode. And I saw so many elements brought in from the first movie into the... You can definitely see how it builds. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and so for me, I really enjoyed it. And I want to say that Deathly Hallows Part 1, I did not like when I saw it at the movie twice. Right. I did not like it either time. And then we brought it home. Uh, we borrowed it from your, your parents and we brought it home and I didn't like it then. <laughs> I mean, seriously, the third time it still was boring. However, after watching all of the other movies, then watching Deathly Hallows Part 1, I was engaged more. And it was, I'm not going to say it was enjoyable, but it was more enjoyable than had I not just watched the marathon of the movies altogether. Right. So Part 1 was, it was, it was okay. I, I, I actually was engaged with the story because I followed through so much more. Uh, like, for example, before watching this marathon, Neville was just a name that I've heard the kids say before. Right. I mean, I, I kind of remembered a guy named Neville in the in the story. Love Neville. But who's Neville, you right. know? Uh, Luna Lovegood stands on her own, but, but eh, you know, it's like, I don't know much about her. Right. I don't, you know, Malfoy, he's he just a spoiled brat. But then, you know, it's like his his dad, I, I'm starting to, you know, get the whole overview mm-hmm. and... And Snape, one year he's good, one year he's bad. One year he's good. But that's not true. I know, but Ah. it's just like, these are the things that I was thinking. But when I watched them all together, it made Deathly Hallows, that part one, that much more enjoyable and engaging because I knew the story. Mm -hmm. And so, and, and then what I realized watching it through after watching the marathon is that the the parts in the woods weren't really you know eighty five percent of the movie. They were whereas before it just seemed like that's all it was. Right. And so I saw the movie for what I really think it is, and it was it was it was an okay experience. I still would not want to sit down and watch that movie by itself ever again. But I would would not mind watching it in a series of watching all of the movies, or certainly, and I can say now with full confidence. It definitely is a scenario where when you watch part one, you have you to watch. have to go immediately into part two. Absolutely, and I even told you that, and um, I told you that that it was, it is the beginning of a story. It's like the the year that Lost did their season finale in three episodes, and you had one hour one week, which seemed totally useless and alone. But when put together with the other two episodes that came the next week. It all Mm -hmm. made sense. And so, and I I told you it was just like that. And I love that. um, And this is not spoiling anything, but the movie starts exactly where the part one left off. Yep. You know, it it starts exactly there. It is meant to be consumed. The only thing that was missing was I really wanted to hear the guy, (laughs) the voice from Lost saying, previously on Lost or previously on Harry Potter. It was funny because it it does do, you know, it does go back a few frames and and shows a little bit of what happened in um, at the end of part one. Just Just, very few frames. And um, that's what I said, a couple of frames. Yeah. And Cliff sitting in the theater says previously on Harry Potter. (laughs) Yep. It was fun. It was fun. So I just, I, again, don't want to give any spoilers away. We're not going to talk about what was in the movie, what wasn't in the movie, anything like that at all. I just want to say overall, lots of action, that lots of action. It had, it had all the places that I love about, you know, the, the different places that, that for me is what the world of Harry Potter is mm-hmm. all about. Uh, not just the woods. <laughs> Ugh. 
but it had it but had. But they a, weren't just in the woods. It had in all of the places that I consider to be the world of Harry Potter. It had so much of that, and it had new places that I had never discovered before, never had seen before, and they had that. It was it was so engaging from the first scene to the last scene. Um, some elements of the story that have been there all along, all of a sudden that, but I had never thought about before mm-hmm. were kind of wrapped up. And there were a couple lines that were delivered by Dumbledore and some other people that just made me think, Oh yeah. Okay. Right. I get that. Yeah. yeah. This, whoa. What? And, and I, I see so much Christian imagery in the story. That I, you know, that it just looks like, how did I not see that before? Mm-hmm. But now seeing it's like, wow, this is right. This is this is an awesome story. It really is. And I just want to say that the movie um, was fantastic. What? I mean, it, I, I would count part two of the Deathly Hallows, certainly the best movie out of all the Harry Potter movies. Um, and I would say that you know, overall as a story, the entire story told in a movie, it's the best movie telling of an entire story since, um, the Lord of the Rings. Okay. In my mind. And, and yeah, so extremely enjoyable. Uh, loved it. It wasn't the best movie ever, mm-hmm. but for what Harry Potter is, I, I, I think they did an excellent job and it's, it's got me excited enough after watching this marathon and after seeing the finale, you know, the final right. end of the story right. played out, it really makes me want to read the books. Although I, I refuse, I will not pick up a physical book and read it. I want, I, you're, I want you're a the, snob. I am a snob. <laughs> you're a snob. I just want to say that. I want that. I want it on the Kindle. I know. And I, as soon as she makes it available, I will buy it. I, the only thing is, is I could get it on the Kindle illegally. I mean, I could do it today, but I refuse to do that. I refuse to do that. I want it. I want to pay. I'll pay for it. Mm-hmm. And it probably cost about a hundred bucks, you know, or more to get all of the books and put it on there. But I, I will pay for it. Right. And gladly do it. And so, but, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm just waiting for that. And, and as soon as I get, and, and I know I'm crazy. I, I mean, I have, we have the audio books. Yeah. You know, we have we most, most, if not all of the audio books already. But I want I want to read it. I want to read it. I want to sit down. I want to consume it. I want to soak it in and stuff like that. And and I've learned over the years that paper, you know, holding a book in my hand just doesn't do it for me. I, I mm-hmm. like the I like the e ink style and the digital flipping of pages and making my text real big so there's just a little bit of text and I'm not distracted by how much text is on the page. I just flip 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 and go through and I'm loving my. That's how I love to consume books. Okay, and I and you have to agree. I've consumed a lot of books with that Kindle, haven't I? Yes, I'm. I'm not disagreeing. I know. Um, can I talk about the movie now? Yes. Are you? Are you? Are you finished? I am. Okay. Um, what was I was going to say something and now I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you love when that happens? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I I loved the movie. I really did. Um, it was everything that that Cliff said it was. Um, as someone who has read the book, um, I went in with the, the idea that, that a few moments had to be right. There, there were a few things that they just could not mess up. And, um, and I think that those few things were done very well. 
I will. They did take some liberties, which you know that they're going to with the movie. And, um, but you know what? The, some of the changes I didn't mind and some of the changes I did. But the moments that I thought needed to be true were. Very and cool. there were a couple of times when you can even say, you, you can even take in and say, that's exactly written from the book. Mm-hmm. Dialogue that is exactly taken from the book. And that, that was kind of exciting. Awesome. But um but but there are some liberties so some know that they you know they did take some liberties there's one that they took that I completely don't understand why they did um I would love to sit down and ask someone why they did that Well that that's where the special features and director's commentaries come in right <laughs> Because I just think that it's ridiculous but um Cliff's been given a note by a child what does it say what we want for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Harry Potter box set. And before you say no, you could watch Lost. Blu-ray player. <laughs> <laughs> right. They want a Blu-ray player um, so that you can watch season six of Lost. <laughs> nice. And yeah. so that it could have all the hair. You know, the thing is, 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 is very possible. So right. I, I, I'm not going to say funny. no. That's funny. Yeah, they, well, they are hoping that they'll have all eight movies in a box set by Christmas. Which sounds we'll pretty, have, you know. We'd have, we'll get a Blu-ray player and, and yeah. get the box set. Right. <sighs> I guess. I, I, I just really hate discs. I know you I do. I want to go all digital. I know. Um, what? Which, you know, maybe possible. I know you're working one step closer to it. But but anyway, so you were saying that's what the DVD, that's what the bonus tracks are for and yeah. all that stuff. But um but I, I just want to sit down and look someone in the eye and ask them why. And then I want to sit down and ask JK Rowling, why did you allow that? Why did you allow that to be changed? Yeah. That just seems so bizarre to me. Yeah. And anyway, but I still overall loved the movie and I can't wait to take the kids on Saturday. Yeah. To we're going to, yeah, we're going to go again on Saturday and it's going to be awesome. And, uh, it's so enjoyable. Very cool. All right. So Harry Potter, Harry Potter, uh, that's our that's our thoughts. See, we promised you that we would not spoil you on it. And uh, after you go see it, if you want to call us and leave, leave us your feedback, uh, try to keep it about a minute or less. That would be great. And certainly no spoilers. And the phone number 859-795-4067. All right. Uh, moving along, I, I want to actually do something. We failed to do this um, before we left on our trip to Florida uh, is our Cars 2 review. We oh, actually yeah. went to the well, theater and saw Cars did. 2. Yeah, I didn't, but you did. I didn't what? I didn't see Cars 2. You didn't see Cars 2? No, you took Matthew. It was a press screening. I have not yet seen that movie. Oh, really? Really? Oh. That's probably why we didn't review it. That would make <laughs> sense. Okay, so that was the press screening. Well, Matthew and I went to the press screening of Cars 2, and I just want to say, awesome Okay. It was. It was James Bond meet, you know, it was, it was 007 yeah. meets Cars. Cool. And it was done well. Awesome. And it was uh, rather enjoyable. And I kind of got lost in the experience. And I, it, it was a lot of fun. Um, it was in three, it was in 3D, which made it less enjoyable. Oh, which by the way, go back to Harry Potter, right? Yes. The one we saw at the press screening was in 3D. And it's not necessary. And it's not necessary. And it actually ruined a lot of the experience for me because there are several scenes that uh, that are dark. that are inside a house. 
and uh, and, and they're blurry and they're blurry. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's just like you can just barely make right. out what's happening on the screen. So, you know, when um, and this is with every Harry Potter movie, I'm not I'm not giving anything away at the beginning of every movie. The big WB symbol comes up. Yeah. The coolest part of the 3D was you traveled through the WB sign. Yeah, <laughs> that was. <laughs> and and um, I again, not, I will say there were three. Three different scenes during the movie that were shown in 3D that gave a really awesome 3D effect. And each of those scenes lasted about 10 seconds each. Yeah. So about 30 seconds of the movie, it was really awesome to have right. it in 3D. The rest made me, yeah, yeah. It, it's, I hate the flicker, I, you know, blah, 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 blah. I know a lot of people out there disagree, but a lot of people agree. And I am super delighted to tell you that when we go as a family, we are going to be seeing it in glorious 2D. Okay. So have I, did I tell the glorious 2D? Megan's the only one who wants to see it in 3D, but I've told her she has to be a team player and four yeah. of the five members of the team don't want 3D. Yeah. Uh, the coolest part of the 3D, other than traveling through the WB symbol, were um, the glasses are shaped like Harry Potter's glasses. Yeah, the 3D glasses. And Those we, were kind of ke- cool. We kept them, so. We did. So the yep. kids have a pair. Um, did I was, those those are my regular ones. Right. So I was, um, last week after we got home from vacation, Mm -hmm. my sleeping schedule was still not, um, it took me a while to get back on a good sleeping schedule. Right. So one night I was up, it was two in the morning because I couldn't go to sleep. I, I literally, I had been to bed and laid there and tossed and turned. And finally, um, I gave up and got up and I was watching TV. Mm hmm. By myself in the living room, house is quiet, house is dark. The only light is the television. I'm sitting in the chair, and anyone who's been to the house knows where my chair is. (laughs) So, (laughs) facing the TV, two in the morning, dark in the living room, and a Harry Potter trailer comes on, and that stupid snake Uh, snaps at me, and I jump out of the chair. I scream. It scared the living daylights out of me. So we go to the press screening on Tuesday night. They hand us our 3D glasses. We go in. We sit down. We're in our seats by 6.15, but the movie doesn't start until 7.30. So after I've been sitting there for about 30, 40 minutes, I look at Cliff and I hold up my 3D glasses and I'm like, oh, crap, that snake is going to jump right out at me. Right out at me. And yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it was just as scary in 3D as it was at two o'clock in the morning in the living room. So, <laughs> well, anyways, I think you guys are going to love Harry Potter, uh, the Deathly Hallows. So. If you if you're a Harry Potter fan, I think you'll enjoy it no matter what. I I, I, I think it's an enjoyable movie. Absolutely. Just as somebody who doesn't, I, I don't consider myself a Harry Potter quote unquote fan fan. I, I I enjoy the movies. I think it's a good story. But I think I'll probably become a fan if I actually get my hands read on, on the book. On mm-hmm. uh, read the book. Yep. yep. Um, Cars 2, is it like Toy Story where the sequel is better than the first? You know, um, I really enjoyed the first movie. Um, So I think they stand on their own. I I don't think, I I personally, I don't think that it's better than the first movie, but I don't think the first movie is better than the second. I think that, I think that they, they, I I think they did a good job with it. It it doesn't really, I mean, it, it was good. I enjoyed it. Right. It told a whole new story from a whole new perspective and it was good. And, and, and it has a good message too about being true friends and, and believing in yourself even when you're unique and, okay. and, and some, they, it, it's a good family movie. 
Good. Just overall. All right. Yeah. I know a lot of people were questioning, you know, take, you know, on Twitter when we talked about, uh, you know, our, I, we gave like a 140 character review or I did on Twitter about uh, Deathly Hallows and somebody says, you're going to take the kids on the weekend. Aren't your kids a bit young for that? <laughs> And uh, our kids are pretty much okay with it. So you should um, tell me after you listen to this week's full time mom. Okay. The one that I reviewed this morning, or okay. the one that I recorded this morning. Okay. Okay. All right. Because someone asked me on Facebook if I would talk about letting the kids watch Harry Potter and that decision, and that she has a friend who refuses to let her kids watch it and says that as Christians we shouldn't partake in that. Oh, okay. I'll be interested in hear what you have to say about that. It was fun. I'll just need to get your show notes so that I can publish I just that gave online. Them to you. Did you where? You put them in the show in the <laughs> thing. No, oh. I just told you. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Uh, so anyway, um, I'll put them in the thing. But yeah, Cars Two definitely a great go see. Uh, last week we we gave, or actually the last two episodes we gave our review of our trip to Florida yes. and we talked about Harry Potter world and, and all that other stuff. And we said, Hey, if anybody knows what happens in Ollivander's wand shop before you get into the outpost, yes. which is an extension of Ollivander's wand shop, then uh, would you mind letting us know it's the wand selection? Yeah. Um, and so uh, our good friend, Randy, who mm-hmm. uh, is in our community and is very knowledgeable about all things, Disney and, and Orlando universal, uh, related stuff. Um, He's also helping us with our cruise. He is helping us with our cruise. Uh, and so uh, anyway, th- Randy called in and he left us this valuable feedback. Hey, Cliff and Stephanie. This is Randy calling from Orange County, California. And this is feedback for Family from the Heart, episode 166. Or I guess maybe 165 and 166. Uh, I wanted to call and answer your question about what Ollivander's is. Um, there is, in fact, something that goes on inside the store besides just buying wands. Uh, basically, uh, it's a little demonstration where a wand chooses an owner. Uh, a group of about 15 guests go in. And it's a pretty small area, pretty small uh, shop, uh, so it's have room to let in. Um, but it's really well decorated. I think you've been able to see some of it when you were there. Um, and then one lucky kid is selected, and he or she's asked to step forward, and the wand keeper goes through a wand selection process with the, the guest. Um, usually the wand keeper asks a few questions to kind of get a new wand owner, explains some of the magical qualities of the different wands, and allows the guest to try out two or three wands. During the trial, uh, there's some special effects that happen, and right at the end, uh, the guest uh, finds the right wand, or the right wand finds the guest. Um, takes about five minutes, and then all the guests in the shop are taken into or sent into the owl post, and um, it starts all over again. But of course, the lucky guest is given the opportunity to purchase the wand that chose him or, or chose her, as the case may be. So that's kind of what goes on in there. Uh, second, you were mentioning Flight of the Hippogriff and had said that it is the only way to see Hagrid's hut. And actually, you can see Hagrid's hut, or at least part of it, when you're in line. But riding it is the only way to see Buckbeak. Uh, as you start on that climb at the beginning, <laughs> um, you hear Hagrid's voice 
kind of walking you through the property to meet a hippogriff, and Buckbeak is off to the left, and he bows to you uh, so that you know it's safe to approach, and then it goes through the rest of the ride. But it, it's actually impossible to see Buckbeak from the line. You can only see him on that first lift hill. Um, and one more thing, you're mentioning the child swap and said that you weren't real clear on exactly what that was. And basically what the child swap is would be like, let's say that the five of you were in line um, for the Forbidden Journey or whatever attraction that has the child swap. And um, one or more of the kids can't ride uh, because of height issues or whatever. What would happen is you would go up one of the parents would wait and the other one would ride with whatever kids could ride. Um, and then when the parent that rode gets back, they get off and then the parent that had to wait gets on immediately. So you all wait in line together. One parent rides while the other one waits with the child and then you swap, hence the child swap. So you're not leaving the child with strangers or anything like that. It's the child left with you know, a member of your party. In fact, you can't just leave a child with strangers. Um, I don't know if there's an actual log or if it's just good policy, but I don't think you can actually do that. So anyway, after you got past the difficulties at the beginning of the day, I'm glad that you guys had a good time and definitely glad that you had a good time at Disney. You're absolutely right. The detail uh, in the attractions and the, the, the theming of all the areas and of course the friendliness, helpfulness, and everything of the cast members is absolutely second to none anywhere in the world. So, um, anyway, thanks for sharing your stories. I'm glad you guys had a good trip and look forward to hearing maybe more about it and definitely seeing that video of the Cinderella Castle Suite. Take care. Bye-bye. All right, Randy, thank you so much for the feedback. Right. And so, yeah. That was funny. Um, there in the middle when he was talking about Ollivander's um, that's like genius marketing for the child that they choose because what parent isn't going to buy that wand in the end? Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. Okay. Well, and not only that, but the, the only and the question wand does choose the wizard. Yeah. The only thing is, is what if, you know, your kid gets like, you know, Voldemort's wand or something <laughs> like that or, or a wand that they wouldn't have chose otherwise. Right. You know, that would be the only concern that I would have because, you know, our kids, uh, Matthew got a wand. He got the Harry Potter wand. He did. And McKenna got uh, Jenny Weasley's. Jenny Weasley's. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, you know, what what if it was, you know, Malfoy's right. wand or something like that? Or one of the real Still ugly it on wands. eBay. I don't know. I, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but no, I think maybe they just have a selection of wands. Maybe they're yeah. not character wands. Well, I guess I guess we did miss out a little bit by not standing in line to see that. I don't really that. consider that a miss out. Yeah. I'm no, probably. I not. don't. But I don't. I think, it, I think the kids would have really enjoyed the whole process, though. No, that. they wouldn't. They would have if one of them was chosen. But then you have one child chosen and you have three kids. So yeah. that doesn't really go over well. And yeah. I'm pretty sure you weren't going to stand in that long line three times for the chance that each one of your kids would have. Gotten, OK, OK. Fair you know, enough. It's, so anyway, no, we, um, we, we enjoyed ourselves inside the outpost and it was it was nice. Right. Do you remember seeing Buckby on the hippogriff ride? Buckby. Uh, He's no. the big bird with I the didn't see, horse no, legs. No, when I was, <laughs> I'm, I shouldn't say this, but I was rec I recorded video of true of that uh, of that ride, and I was trying to get my camera to turn on yes. as we were climbing the hill. Well, even and seeing, I wouldn't have even known who Buckby was when we went. True, it was you wouldn't because it was before it was we before watched, we did the yeah. marathon. That's funny. Um, 
I didn't, I don't remember noticing. I'll have to ask the kids if they did. But even, even that, the 31 second ride is not worth, I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe I'm not a true fan. Yeah, I don't know. It, that, that ride is kind of lousy, in my opinion. Yeah. I don't remember seeing Buffy. The flight of the hippogriff was not that great. Anyway, Randy also called back again, uh, but rather than playing an additional note um, or file, I'm just going to go ahead and just say that his second message was to say that um, he did some research and it turns out that it's a good thing I didn't get that secondary park at Universal because if the only reason I was upset is I didn't get the Back to the Future ride, (laughs) they closed that down like four years ago. So... (laughs) I guess he he says I don't know if that 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 makes you feel better or if it even uh, makes you feel worse, worse that you'll never get to see it, but uh, it it's not there anymore. That's so funny. that is that's a shame. I, I of course it's, I guess it doesn't matter at this point because we didn't go right. But that is a ride that I remember hearing so much about that I would have loved to have have experienced. Right. But uh, I can understand I guess why they would take it down. It's kind of old. Yeah. No, that's fine. Okay. Uh, so let's see here next up. Oh, real quickly. I uh, just want to say thank you to our wonderful sponsors. Once again, we do this every week. You guys know this, but uh, Mardell.com M A R D E L.com slash G S P N is, uh, has been sponsoring family from the heart now for, uh, three and a half years, which is, uh, unbelievable years, I, years. And I want to let you know they're having an educational sale next Thursday, July 21st. All right. So all day long, July 21st, massive sale. I think I have myself a little uh, screen grab from the site that that might tell me a little bit about it here. It says uh, 20. So it's 20 percent off all education, school supplies, homeschool materials and kids products. All right, so 20% off, and of course, you go ahead, you're going to get 20% off of all those uh, educational materials, but then when you go into the shopping cart, whatever that price is with the discount, you're going to get 10% off of that by using your promo code GSPN in the shopping cart. Uh, Stephanie and I uh, uh, were looking at some books that you're bringing in for homeschooling in addition to the Alpha Omega stuff that you've already gotten. Mm-hmm. And uh, do you want to tell people about those books? Um, uh, those are available on uh, Mardell, I would assume, aren't they? Did I, you ever look? I did not. Okay, why although, don't you tell them about the books and I'll look them up and okay. I'll see. So um, the first two books I have I have checked out from the library before and um, always thought that they were that they just looked really cool because it, it has so much information in them. They are um, what your what your child needs to know when ending a grade. So I have what your fifth grader needs to know, and I have what your first grader needs to know. And um, I'm going to, and they are on um, Mardell's yeah. website. I just found, found uh, what your fifth grader needs to know. Mm-hmm. It is definitely on there. And, um, and so I'm going to use them just, to kind of, you know, make sure that, that our curriculum is going along with everything. And, um, I, I love it because they're, you know, it talks about literature that, that each child needs to have it at, you know, certain stages. And not only does it talk about it, but it's in there. It It's, it's all right in there. And yeah, so I, cause I was thumbing through it and it's got like different poems that your kids should be somewhat familiar with or have read. And, and, uh, I went through one of them and I'm like, Hey Matt, have you ever read this? And he's like, yeah, I've heard of this. And, uh, and some of them he hadn't. And I said, okay, well, 
you know, when you read this, what do you think this means? And, and he was, you know, it's, what's the moral of the story and, and stuff like that. And it looks like it's going to be a good thing to go through and say, Hey, you know, we want to cover these things, especially if we recognize that they haven't been covered in the materials, you know, the curriculum from alpha omega and, right. you know, the math you can go through and say, Hey, you know, when you look at this problem, you know, do you know how to do this? You can test them on certain things. And if you find that there's something that says, this is something that your kids should know, and they don't know, this is an area where you can say, hey, let, let's bring you up to speed in this area. Yeah. So what your fifth grader needs to know, what your, and they have them all here, it uh, looks like. I, I see on their pricing list, they've got the other ones listed. What your sixth grader, fourth grader, third grader. We, so, so far we got what your first grader needs to know and what your fifth grader needs to know. Right. All right. And then, and then the you got another book. And then the second one is um, Teaching Your Child to Read in 100 Easy Lessons, I, I think is what it's called. Um all right, I, I think that that's an error has occurred. Okay, that's not cool. No. Um, put teaching read one hundred lessons. Uh. Um. Anyway, I've heard of this book since Megan was little, and actually, at that time, we were very good friends with um, another family in our church, and I know that they used it to um, teach their daughter how to read. And then I'm assuming their their sons as well, but. Um, their daughter's the same age as Megan. Hmm. And um, so I've heard a lot about it. McKenna wants to be a super reader. Mm-hmm. And um, it's something that she really wants to do. Do you want me to text Megan and have her bring me the book? They're running a site update right now. Oh, okay. So, uh, Daryl, do you guys have uh, teaching your child to read in 100 easy lessons? That That's the question right. I have. Okay. And um, I'm sorry, I'm distracted he because I just noticed that Megan's middle school is on Twitter. So I'll have to go in and follow that. Seriously? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Where, where did you see that at? On their website. I was looking to see if they posted the supplies that she'll need. Oh, cool. But um, they don't. So that sale won't help me right now. Okay. Anyway, so um, it's teaching your child to read in 100 easy lessons or something along those lines. But there are 100 lessons and you're teaching your child to read. And well, you looked at the lessons. What is it about that that you liked about that book? Um, it's it's very detailed and spelled out. Like if you open to lesson one, it in red letters, it says, say this to your child. And so you read it. You know, I'm going to say this sound uh-huh. um, and you there, there's an arrow under, like the first lesson, the first letter is M. So there is a dot and a line with an arrow. So it's, a, you know, I'm going to say this sound and um, and you drag your finger M and then it makes the sound mm, and, and you're take And anyway, it's just, it's very detailed and um, very cool. Awesome. I've seen kids as young as two years old learn to read using this program. Awesome. McKenna can already read and knows a majority. Yes, we carry that book. Daryl says they do have this book. So, um, Daryl, will you do us a favor? Will you add what your fifth grader needs to know and uh, teaching your child to learn um, in the previously mentioned section down at the bottom of our our, our page? So, uh, folks, you can go to mardell.com slash GSPN. And uh, it'll it'll be uh, eventually it'll get listed there in uh, products mentioned on our show at the bottom right. of that page, and there'll be a link to where you can get these and and the, you, you know they're educational books, so they should. 
get you the 20% off next week. Right. Go ahead. So, and, and it's just, it's just very spelled out like that, you know, all the way through the book, all the way through the lessons, it is say this to your child and you read it exactly the way that, that they have put it in the book. And, um, she wants, she wants to read independently so bad. Yeah. And right now she can read independently small books, but that's not really working for her right now. She wants, she wants to sit down and read, um, chapter books, chapter books. She yep. wants to be reading. Um, uh, what is the, what is that girl's name? Junie B. Jones. Yes. She wants to be reading Junie B. Jones and, and books, um, along those lines. And so, I'm hoping that we can sit down and actually maybe do this in 50 to 75 lessons. Mm-hmm. And um, at the end of this book, have the girl reading where she wants, That's where awesome. she wants to be. So um, I'm, I was very glad to, to, to purchase those books. And um, now I just need to sit down and make, make it, I don't know what I want my day to look like, or I, I, I still don't know. Yeah at all what I want it to look like, but I want to sit down and kind of get an idea Yeah. before. <laughs> I, I know that there, you know, for us, it, you know, and especially for you more, definitely a ton more for you, but it's like, you know, is this the right decision? Is this the right decision? Boy, are we going to mess our kids up kind of deal, you know, and stuff I'm like that. I'm already messing my kids up. I mean, <laughs> good grief. But, I'm just... but there, there are times when I'm thinking, you know, that I'm reminded, it's like, you know, our oper- our job as parents, our responsibility as parents is to give our kids the education necessary to uh, give them what they need in their life to accomplish the things that God has called mm-hmm. them to do, and and to make sure that you know. And 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 for me personally, I want to make sure they don't fall behind what they would get in a public education. And right. and in many ways, I want to use that as a base, but then to 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 give them specialized attention. Um, you know, one of the things that I think would be cool to, and by the way, Mar, just wrapping up Mardell.com slash GSPN, make sure you use the promo code GSPN in the shopping cart. And if you're listening to this today or any day before July 21st, 2011, please put that day on your calendar, on your, on your calendar, write Mardell sale GSPN or Mardell.com slash GSPN. And make sure that you do use the promo code in the shopping cart for 10% additional right. off on top of what you already saved. So that's awesome. Anyway, um, so speaking of homeschooling, one of the one of the projects for, I know Matthew and McKenna starting out, I think Megan might get interested. I, hopefully, I'm hoping she'll, she'll participate. But certainly for Matthew and McKenna, um, they got their own little business they're starting. They are. Uh, and things should start arriving tomorrow. Uh, I went. They're going to be so excited when they start arriving. Yep. And so I ordered on Amazon a lemonade stand kit. Mm-hmm. All right. And basically, it is a pre-made foldable uh, yellow lemonade stand, and and it basically you unfold it and and it pulls up the shelf and everything, and and uh, it's got a little marquee over it and and everything, and. Uh, we're going to get some decals and mm-hmm. we're going to have a, a bit. What I'd like, what I'm thinking about doing is having them come up with a name for their business right. and actually going to a sign shop and having a custom a main, you know, uh-huh. thing. I might have Jenny, uh, who does my mm-hmm. graphic work, to create a logo for right. their business. And I mean, I'm, I want to, I want right, to go, I right. want to go all out. I know. Um, and I, and I've given them a loan for their business to start up for startup costs. 
Um, I haven't told them this yet, but the lemonade stand itself, I'm that that's they're not going to have to pay me back for that. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a hundred and it was one hundred and forty five dollars. Okay. Uh, but there that because in M&M's my name's lemonade. That's is are this, is that what they're going for? I don't know, but I just think that that's cute. I came up with that, and they're like, eh, nah, nah, no, so they cheesy. didn't like it. Okay. Yeah. So um, anyway though, uh, I you know I I want them to understand the value of in uh, the principles of business. I want them to learn about you know startup costs and and preparing and and supply and demand and and all this other stuff and. And just all, I want them to learn about the aspects of running your own business so that they can take something as simple as a lemonade stand, create new products, but then as they think of other things that they're passionate about where they can learn, then all of a sudden they, they can, they can expand these things, these principles out to other areas where they can learn how to, to make money doing the things that they love so that they can always have this mindset that I, it's not required that I work for somebody else. I can do something or maybe they, you know, whatever is in their future. I, I'm, I'm cool with whatever, you know, it comes down to, but I want to be able to share something that I never learned. You know, I want to take the things that I've learned over the last three and a half years and give that to them at age six, at age nine, you know, and, and for Megan, Megan, maybe even at age 11, you right. know, and I think if you arm them with that, just imagine what could possibly happen. And so I'm, I'm very excited um, and so I ordered that. I also ordered a three gallon um, lemonade dispenser. So it's got the it, it's a professional lemonade dispenser mm-hmm. uh, that you would have in a restaurant. And uh, I got that for them that they that's going to go towards their business loan. They all they all have, have to, pay to pay that, that off. Back, right? um, and I got Which them. they understand. Yeah. Yeah. They, they I mean, I think that it's amazing that they understand that they don't make profit until they first paid off their investor. I, no, well, the, that's not true. Well, I okay. Go ahead. Okay, go ahead. In in the sense of a six year old. Yes. Okay. That um, but then not only they don't the money that they make is not all profit. That's right. They have to divide that up into replenishing their supplies and you know and so I just and repaying the loan. And, yeah. And also to give. So basically, what it'll work out to is we'll come up with a formula. Saying, okay, when you, you know, if you work for a couple hours and you make this amount of money, it doesn't matter what the amount of money is. Here's the percentage of that. We'll, we'll do percentages. You know, 10% is, or, um, you know, let's say you have to figure out how much you need for your supplies to replenish. Right. That comes first, you know, and then whatever's left over after that, then it's, you know, 40% goes towards repayment of your loan and then 10% goes towards, uh, or 20% goes towards saving 10% towards giving. And then whatever's left over, that's how much you have to spend. You put into your pocket or your piggy bank or whatever, when you're going to, to go shopping for your stuff. But these are the things that we'll figure out. I I think those numbers I just came up with off the top of my head. Right. But, but I think there needs to be a division between the business and, and what they have. Your business doesn't pay an offering. We personally pay an offering. Right. Their business shouldn't be that shouldn't that's be ten percent of that shouldn't be. Well, that's going what I mean. I, yeah. But they should they they need to figure out what they need to replenish their supplies to pay off their loan, what they pay themselves, then twenty percent will go into savings, ten yeah. percent will go into Well the business will giving the and, business will have savings as well though. The the business right. isn't it's it's not just replenishing the stock and then paying you the rest, then to split. It's replenishing the stock setting aside savings for investing and making the business bigger and better and, and then 
paying themselves. And then, right, then there's the split between saving, giving, and spending. Right. Gotcha. Okay. I just, I knew all that that you were saying before, but I just wanted to make sure that everyone understood that we're not making their business give a tithe. Yeah. Uh, Not that they were opposed. I mean, some people actually believe that they should. And and Mm -hmm. so whatever the case may be, I mean, when it's all But they are super excited. They are very excited. We're excited to do this with them and, uh, or I am. Uh, and the other, so basically we get the juice, we get the lemonade dis- yeah. dispenser, but I also bought a, a juicer, an electric right. juicer for them. Cause it will be fresh squeezed. We're going to do, yeah. I mean, we're going to do this right. It's going to be fresh squeezed homemade lemonade by these kids. I love it. McKenna's only concern is how to make it pink. Yeah. <laughs> just like, I don't care. It's gotta be pink. Yeah. Well, anyway. Um, and the cool thing is of course, an, you know, additional product, they can make homemade cookies and sell mm-hmm. them as well. So that's something they'll probably add very quickly. Uh, and the other thing is, you know, the, the question is, is there some kind of product that they can sell that can be shipped? Okay. All right. And the reason why I say this is because I've already got certain people from the GSPN community who said, listen, if your kids start a business and they have something that can be shipped, I want something that can be shipped because I want to buy stuff from them. Okay. And not just, I want them to make a profit from what I buy. Right. You know, and Andy Trout says, I don't care if it's $20 for a couple of lemonade you got to get that lemonade to me (laughs) somehow. But, but you know, he says, I don't care if they make their own like shake-ins, you know, or whatever the case may be. I, I want to support their business that way. And, and if you can ship something to South Dakota, then I'd love to have that. So, uh, anyway, that, but that's what I'm going to be working with them. I, I, you know, how do you grow your business beyond working in it in yourself? And, right. and, uh, who knows, maybe they'll hire neighborhood kids to, to man the, the thing. <laughs> They're going to be in here playing we, <laughs> yeah. The neighborhood kids are going to be running the lemonade stand. You never know. You nice. never know. Yeah. How is their business going to, um, going to continue to survive when you move us out to the middle of nowhere. Well, that's when in that, the car on the way to the movie the other night, Cliff's like, I really just want to move out. And out. I'm like, could you please define out to me? I'm like, where is that? What is that? But, um, it, it's a place that has two trees that I can string a hammock between. <laughs> that's what out. Means. I have two trees where I not in our backyard. I will put you a hammock. Um, true. They're not in our backyard. Um, one of them is. I want a big shade tree in the in in the side yard. You, two big tra- shade trees, uh, and I want a hammock in between them. Okay. Well, but but the, seriously, this is my question. Like one of the criteria for when we decide to, and and this is not soon, people. This is just something that we continually talk about. But one of the criteria is that we don't want to live in another subdivision. Mm-hmm. So what happens to their business when we no longer they move to it? They 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 set up their business in a subdivision. And you're just going to take the day off and go sit with them every day? Uh, maybe. Or you would just expect me to do that? No. no I mean, it may, their business could be just a weekend thing, you know, okay. or something like that. I was just asking. And, and, and by the time we move, maybe their business has grown beyond the the sidewalk. the sidewalk okay. you know and, and they've done they're they're on to online product fulfillment now and and stuff like that and they're they're you know managing their twitter account throughout the day marketing <laughs> through twitter you, and they're you, supposed to do school when <laughs> that, what, that, uh, help, wait a second what makes you no, th- that is school it is no, school th- it is it is but the state of kentucky requires that they also learn literature and social studies no, that, no i totally get that that's fine but i'm just saying that that this all counts towards I their know. education in finance 
in economics. They will be proficient in math. You know, they'll certainly know how to get, you know, do that. But I'm, I'm only somewhat joking when I think about, you know, the fact that, you know, all of a sudden they're putting, they're making some money and all of a sudden they're like, Hey dad, we need to buy two more stands because we got some people in our neighborhood. We're going to split the profits with them. 50, 50. We're expanding, you know, and, and we're going to, we're splitting the profits 50, 50 of their stand. I don't know any company that pays their employees 50, 50. Well, the profits (laughs) of, you know, the, what, you know, and anyway, the whole idea is I could see the kids, you know, setting up I'm shop, you know, it's like you, you have M&M's lemonade yeah. on every in every major neighborhood in northern Kentucky. Nice. You know, right. And everybody it's like this is the pl- you got you've got to have an M&M's lemonade. That's you know, it's, it's just and, and I'm telling you, there's going to be media attention involved. All right. You know, our kids are going to be on Channel 9 News. You make a dream, you make a goal, and then you work every day to get to it. Yeah. I'm just saying, who knows what this will launch into. Right. But uh, I know they're excited about it. They are excited. And I want to get, I I. I would love to get Megan involved with them. If we can get Megan involved with them, I think it'll be great because, because then they could actually have three lemonade stands if they want. Right. You know, and or, you know, and it's like, listen, you all you all have your own corner of the neighborhood kind of deal. <laughs> you all have your own corner. You know? Right. Yeah, I, I do. Anyway, I do. And of course, there's there's other places you can go like, um, you know, soccer days. Yes. You know, it's like I said, McKenna could pull out the thing and this stand is all fold up and everything. You know, it's like she could set up shop right there at the soccer field. Mm-hmm. She'd make a killing. She Especially when she bats her eyes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Let me tell you, people don't, if my daughter ever grows up and seriously sells a product, people don't stand a chance. Yeah. They know you should have seen her. You should have seen her at Disney mm-hmm. trying to get this, um, princess makeover from cliff when she's smiling with no teeth, which let me tell you is adorable. And she looks up at him and she bets her. <laughs> yeah. It was funny. <sighs> it was funny. It was. Yep. Alrighty, so anyway, that's something that's going on here. And you know what? For some reason, I don't even have that in my show notes. We just kind of just brought that up. Um, you know what? We got some audio feedback from David Jacobs about a Wything scale. So uh, I'm going to play that real quick here while I type this show notes and get it updated. Hey, Cliff, Dave Jacobs, now of Portland, Oregon. How are you doing, my friend? I don't know where you want to put this. You got so many shows, uh, and I never know where anything goes anymore. So... Put it where you may. I uh, just wanted to call and thank you for um, talking about the Whiting's scale. I have fallen way, way off the wagon uh, with my uh, diet, exercise, and health, and I've really been feeling it lately, so I decided uh, I needed to get uh, back into things. And I was really intrigued by this scale, being a techie like you, and I think it helps to have you know, the kind of thing that makes it a little bit of a game, you know, where you can see your numbers and try to improve, try to improve. I've done it before, like on paper, by hand. But there is something more intriguing about having the automatic Wi-Fi upload. And by the way, the software works really well on Android, too. Uh, I have an Android phone right now, and the software works great on Android as, as well uh, it does on the web. And it is, it's fun to have this software, see the numbers, and it, and it becomes a bit of a game to try to improve and see how much further down you can push things. So... I just got it like maybe two days ago, and I'm having a blast with it. I've already lost like two pounds, and it's 
super motivating. There's just something about it. Uh, and maybe it's just different personalities are um, intrigued by different things. But, you know, for me, it's very motivating. I can't wait to you know, get on the scale again, see what I've done, and play with the app and things. So, hey, you know, sometimes whatever works, works, right? You've got to do whatever whatever works for you in your crazy little mind. And uh, for me, this so far, it's, it's working fairly well because I am making decent progress in, in the right direction finally. So thanks for that. You know, I learned so much from all these shows, little tidbits that you drop in here and there, and that little tidbit has really helped me out. It's a great scale. It's worth every penny. I'm loving it, having a good time, and hopefully it's going to lead me to better health and a better life, and that's just huge. You cannot even uh, say how much that is worth to me. So thanks for that. Keep dropping the little tidbits and information and all the little things that you use and things that help you out in life because, you know what, they help a ton of people out in life. Hope you're doing well. Everything's good with you all. Everything's uh, pretty decent here. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. David, thank you so much. David has been listening to our shows for ever 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 since we started and it's so exciting to know that he's still out there listening and i'm so glad you got the widening scale i still love my widening scale uh i only love it when it tells me what i want to (laughs) see if you guys are wondering what we're talking about there's a blog post all about this it's at gspn.tv slash scale that's gspn.tv forward slash scale and there's a blog post with video there, and it's also got a link to uh, where you can buy it on Amazon um, as well, which is an affiliate link, just so you know. And by the way, while David was talking, I added uh, the show notes. I put a link to uh, Amazon on the exact um, lemonade stand that okay. we got for the kids. And, and for those who are in the live chat right now, I'll put this. And if you want to find this, this is going to be in episode 167 uh, show notes over at familyfromtheheart.com if you want to see the lemonade stand that I got them. Right. And it's uh, ripe and ready to go with or for uh, decals. So I'll get those. We'll have to get on that. Anyway, um, so Stephanie, you want to tell, you know, speaking of lemonade and health and all this other stuff, you want to talk about uh, your soda experience or not lack thereof? Um, Well, I'm still, I'm soda free Um, for over a month now. It was a month before we left for vacation. So it, uh. It's probably almost two now. And um, and I don't really miss it. No? I don't. Um, I would just as soon come in and grab a glass of water uh, than a can of Diet Coke. I mean, it just, I don't. There have been a couple of times where I've eaten something that I would always have um, a carbonated drink with. Uh-huh. Where I've, th- I've thought, <laughs> I really, you know, I wish I could have. But I can have, and that's, and then I would catch myself. I said, "You can, you just don't want to," and and so I'm not really missing soda. It's been about two months now, and right, I just, I don't. Um, I am ecstatic to see that my headaches have like seriously decreased since I stopped drinking it. So um, I'm thinking maybe I was having a reaction to the sweetener mm-hmm. or something, um, or just the sheer amount of it that was in my body. And um, did did I ever say on this show what led me to no. stop? I, you, I don't think you even said it on the show that you okay. were stopping uh, um, drinking soda. Because I know I talked about it on Full Time Mom a few weeks. After we had put it off on this one for like three weeks, I finally talked about it on <laughs> Full Time Mom. Um, but one day I had gotten into the habit of grabbing a 20-ounce soft drink anytime I was checking out of a store. 
And um, so one day I was out and I was doing a lot of errands and came home, fixed dinner, grabbed a Diet Coke out of the refrigerator and realized if I drank that Diet Coke, I would have consumed like 84 ounces of Diet Pop that day. And I just realized I've called it soda, soda pop, soft drink and pop all in the same podcast. Yes. <laughs> um, clearly, it's not regional to me. I call it whatever comes out. But um, but seriously, 84 ounces. And I just thought that was absurd. Mm-hmm. So I don't remember. I did not drink the Diet Coke myself, but I don't remember if I passed it on to you or if I dumped it out. And because um, I had already opened it. But I didn't drink it. I, I drank a glass of water instead, and I just decided that I needed to take a break. And after a couple of days, I was like, huh, let's see how long this break can last. And somewhere along the way, it's temporarily become permanent. And I say that because I'd love to say that it's a permanent break, but at the same time, there's the fear of saying that and then mm-hmm. feeling like a failure later. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah I know, yeah. I know so, what you mean. So, yeah, I'm not, I'm not drinking soda anymore. And it's been, and we, we had the, um, we had the GSPN meetup and, um, I made sure that there was, um, there was water. I got a couple of Sobe waters, um, not a couple, I got a, a case of them. And so myself and a few of the other ladies drank, drank those and, and that was fine. And, you know, all the time that we were on our trip, I, I either drank um, water or unsweetened iced tea while we were at the thing. So it, it, because it's not about, it's not about not having caffeine. It really was not about having diet pop anymore. Right. And, um, and so, yeah, but it's been fantastic. I wish I could remember the date. I'm sure if I looked at a calendar somewhere, I could remember the date, but, uh, it was, it was early in June. Mm hmm. Okay. And um, and so it's been about six weeks now, and I don't miss it at all. Awesome. Now, you've had some butter beer, and we talked about that the other night. I did night. talk about that. Yeah, we did have butter beer, which is... It's made from... Made from cream, cream soda. soda, right? Mm-hmm. And and so um, <laughs> my first argument in my own mind was that it's not nearly as carbonated as, like, Diet Coke. <laughs> okay. Okay. But neither is Diet Pepsi. It's just sweeter. Um. But you add things to it. And and, and the, the other so, thing is, the, the justification that I, I kind of gave to yes. you, and, and I think kind of, is that you're not drinking this, you're not drinking the butter beer, which is basically cream soda with some butterscotch syrup in it. Uh, you're not drinking that as a beverage to quench, quench thirst. my thirst. Right. You're, it was my dessert. It was, it was kind was of a treat. It's exactly right. It was a treat while watching the Harry Potter marathon. It's like, you know, I'm going to have some butter beer. It's kind of like having buttered popcorn with right. a movie to, or, you know, it's kind of like a, a, a treat like, you know, hey, for dessert, I'm going to have ice cream. Right. You know, because you're not giving you're not giving up soda to say, I never want soda again. Right. It's just that you were saying, you know what? I don't want. I don't need to fill my body with that every time I'm thirsty. Exactly. And and so I did have the I did have the cream soda, but you're right. I don't consider that as as drinking soda again because it wasn't a dessert form um, for enjoyment, not for you know, not to quench my thirst. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Right. Yeah. Alrighty, so uh, Stephanie's got that going on. You know what? We're can already, I just can say we, we're over like an hour again. Seriously, yummy. 
That's because your back is to the timer now. I, I know, I know. And we have two other video or two other pieces of audio feedback. Well, let's play them. We're already over an hour. Let's just <laughs> should we seriously? How about okay? If okay. you're gonna go over, go over thoroughly. All I mean, right, let's do it. All right, so it, Fred, it right. take it away. Hey, Cliff and Stephanie, Fred from Long Island, and I'm calling because uh, I was looking at Facebook yesterday, and someone had posted a comment to one of your videos. Uh, and it was a video, uh, well, first of all, the comment looked like something silly. I don't even know if it was relevant. I don't know why it was there, but um, it brought this video to my attention, and it had something to do with your anniversary. So I was saying to myself, oh, well, yeah, I, I know I have your anniversary on my calendar somewhere um, because I take note of these things, and I, but I can't remember exactly what it is. So I was like, oh, this is nice. So let me look at this video. And I'm, I'm watching this video, and it's Cliff and Stephanie, it uh, looks like they're at the Apple store and all nicely dressed up, waiting to go to the Cheesecake Factory. I remember that talking video. Talking about how the Cheesecake Factory is the best place on earth, which once or twice a year, I will completely agree with you. And I'm, I'm looking at Stephanie going, man, for the year of toning, Stephanie's looking a little puffy. And, <laughs> you know, no offense, but kind of did. And, you know, now I think about it, maybe Cliff voice too. And, and then, you know, you're talking about this thing you're holding in your hand, it's called an iPhone and, and maybe sometime Cliff is going to get one and, and Stephanie's saying, well, you just got yourself that MacBook and I don't know about this iPhone and I'm thinking to myself, wait a minute, this is wrong. This is like some alternate reality video or something. <laughs> and then I noticed the date, 2007. Yeah. So some person made a random comment on an old video and it popped up on Facebook. But here, here's the backhanded compliment at the end of all of this you guys look so much better now and obviously uh, you've talked on and on about how your your life priorities have so much changed since 2007 so uh there's the message in all this that um it was a message from the past kind of reminding you of where you are today so have a good day and uh we'll speak to you soon Wow. That's I, awesome. I love that. I remember that video. We were in the Apple I, store. I do ready. too. That's our, that was our 11th wedding anniversary. Um, he took me to the Apple store in the cheesecake factory after following up our 10th anniversary at Chipotle. Yes. <laughs> and that was the night that I lost my journal. It is. Yep. That's right. Yep, that and, was. um, I still hope someone got some enjoyment out of that journal, but, um, out of reading it, that is, uh -huh. but, uh, that's that is That's funny. funny. We have certainly changed a lot since then. Uh, yeah. I remember how much we used to talk here on Family from the Heart about the different food choices we were making yeah. and how, I mean. It was, I didn't it was, make good food choices that night. Well, it just, you know, <laughs> just over over the course of, I think it was last summer, we yeah. spent a lot of time talking we about did. the differences that we were making in our lives. And and I know some, some folks were like, oh, come on already. Is this a health and fitness podcast or what? But we, you know, we, we were experiencing a lot of change and that was a mm -hmm. big part of our life for a very period, a very long period of time. And now, right. uh, we're, we are, we've reaped a lot of the benefits and we still have work. I still have a lot of work mm -hmm. to go. Stephanie's still got a little ways I to go. I still have to, some work to go. But, mm -hmm. um, you know, we're, we are, we are different today than we were in 2007. That's nice. for sure. Yes. Nice. All right. One last piece of feedback and then we're going to wrap things up here. Hey, Cliff and Stephanie. Um, this is Katie calling from Bernie, Texas. And I'm calling just to say how much I love your shows, uh, love Family from the Heart, and kind of turned me on to The Hunger Games, which I finished the trilogy. And I just wanted to let you know that um, I donated my set of books to our public library and donated 
donated it in honor of the HungerGamesPodcast.com. So um, hopefully everyone that picks that up will um, see that inside the front cover. All right. Take care. Bye. How awesome is that? That is so cool. Is that cool? That is cool. She went Thank and you, Katie. donated her books and put links you know, back to us. That is so that awesome. That is really awesome. It is. And of course, we'll play that in the uh, Hunger the Games Hunger, pod- yeah. podcast as well. Well, folks, that's going to wrap it up. Which, by the way, after the show, do you want to record Hunger Games? We'll shut off the live stream. And if record I can that. take a small intermission. Sure. Yeah. Okay. This, and like when you, I know right now you're like, Seriously considering new furniture? Yeah. I get to pick out my own chair. Okay. Seriously? Yeah. Seriously. All right. <laughs> Folks, thank you for tuning in again next week, July 21st, 2011. Mardell sale, 20% off of educational materials. Check it out uh, at mardell.com. Go to slash GSPN. See our recommended products as well there. And of course, uh, you make sure you use promo code GSPN in the shopping cart. Thank you for tuning in. We'll be back again next week with more of the craziness that is our lives and we hope to hear from you 859-795-4067 the phone number 859-795-4067 until next time join the community, the community.